Hey, Calvary family, this is Pastor Michael Grove here on the Bible Reading app. Today we are just continuing on in our Bible reading plan as we continue through the book of Matthew, and today we will be starting in chapter 14. So here's a quick recap. So far we've talked about the fact that Matthew is writing to the Jewish believers, to those who studied the law and knew those things. He's quoting the prophets, he's reminding them what the law has said, and John has been arrested, Jesus is healing people, and the disciples have been sent out to do his work. So here we go, jumping in to Matthew 14. At that time, Herod the Tetrarch heard the reports about Jesus, and he said to his attendants, This is John the Baptist. He has risen from the dead. That is why miraculous powers are at work in him. Now Herod had arrested John and bound him and put him in prison because of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife. For John had been saying to him, It is not lawful for you to have her. Herod wanted to kill John, but he was afraid of the people because they considered John a prophet. On Herod's birthday, the daughter of Herodias danced for the guest and pleased Herod so much that he promised with an oath to give her whatever she asked. Prompted by her mother, she said, Give me here on a platter the head of John the Baptist. The king was distressed, but because of his oath and his dinner guests, he ordered that her request be granted and had John beheaded in the prison. His head was brought in on a platter and given to the girl, who carried it to her mother. John's disciples came and took his body and buried it. Then they went and told Jesus, When Jesus heard what had happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. Hearing of this, the crowds followed him on foot from the towns. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sick. As evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, This is a remote place, and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. Jesus replied, They do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. We have here only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Bring them here to me, he said, and he directed the people to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people. They all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up twelve basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate was about five thousand men, besides women and children. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already a considerable distance from the land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, If it is you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. 
But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. When they had crossed over, they landed at Gennesaret. And when the men of that place recognized Jesus, they sent word to all the surrounding country. People brought all their sick to him and begged him to let the sick just touch the edge of his cloak, and all who touched it were healed. Matthew chapter 15. Then some of the Pharisees and teachers of the law came to Jesus from Jerusalem and asked, Why do your disciples break the traditions of the elders? They don't wash their hands before they eat. Jesus replied, And why do you break the command of God for the sake of your tradition? For God said, Honor your father and mother, and anyone who curses their father and mother is to be put to death. But you say that if anyone declares that what might have been used to help their father or mother is devoted to God, they are not to honor their father or mother with it. Thus, you nullify the word of God for the sake of your tradition. You hypocrites! Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you. These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are merely human rules. Jesus called the crowd to him and said, Listen and understand. What goes into someone's mouth does not defile them, but what comes out of their mouth, that is what defiles them. Then the disciples came to him and asked, Do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this? He replied, Every plant that my heavenly Father has not planted will be pulled up by the roots. Leave them. They are blind guides. If the blind lead the blind, both will fall into a pit. Peter said, Explain the parable to us. Are you still so dull? Jesus asked them. Don't you see that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and then out of the body? But the things that come out of a person's mouth come from the heart, and these defile them. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, slander. These are what defile a person, but eating with unwashed hands does not defile them. Leaving that place, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. A Canaanite woman from that vicinity came to him, crying out, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. My daughter is demon-possessed and suffering terribly. Jesus did not answer a word. So his disciples came to him and urged him, Send her away, for she keeps crying out after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. The woman came and knelt before him. Lord, help me, she said. He replied, It is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. Yes, it is, Lord, she said. Even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus said to her, Woman, you have great faith. Your request is granted. And her daughter was healed at that moment. Then Jesus left there and went along the Sea of Galilee. Then he went up on a mountainside and sat down. Great crowds came to him, bringing the lame, 
the blind, the crippled, the mute, and many others, and laid them at his feet, and he healed them. The people were amazed when they saw the mute speaking, the crippled made well, the lame walking, and the blind seeing, and they praised the God of Israel. Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion for these people. They have already been with me three days and have nothing to eat. I do not want to send them away hungry, or they may collapse on the way. His disciples answered, Where could we get enough bread in this remote place to feed such a crowd? How many loaves do you have? Jesus asked. Seven, they replied, and a few small fish. He told the crowd to sit down on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves and the fish, and when he had given thanks, he broke them and gave them to the disciples, and they in turn to the people. They all ate and were satisfied. Afterward, the disciples picked up seven basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate was 4,000 men, besides women and children. After Jesus had sent the crowd away, he got into the boat and went to the vicinity of Magadan. This concludes our reading for today. Let me give you a few thoughts before we end our time together. Hey, what did Peter lose faith in? Have you ever asked yourself that question? What is it that he doubted? Because when he saw the wind and could sense the waters about to overtake him, he lost faith. He doubted and started to sink into the water. But I have to ask, what did he lose faith in? It wasn't Jesus. How do I know? Because when he starts to sink, what's the very thing he calls out to? He says, Lord, save me. It wasn't himself because he didn't even have the faith in himself to begin with. He didn't immediately jump out of the boat and onto the water and then just believe in his own strength that he could go out to Jesus. Remember what he said? Lord, if that is you, tell me to come to you. At that point, Jesus told him to come out and he got out of the boat and walked on water. So what is it that he lost faith in? Well, he saw the wind. Can you even see wind? Not at all. So what did he see? He saw the wind pushing up the waves. He saw the wind threatening his safety. Yet it was still the same Lord that called him out of the boat. So what did he fear? I think Peter had a moment of doubt that Jesus would actually save him. Think about this. They had just recently gotten word that John was beheaded and was now dead. And yet, Peter stood there when John's disciples came to Jesus and asked him, Are you the one we are looking for, or should we look for someone else? So, maybe Peter asked the question, Why didn't Jesus save John? Why did he leave him in that prison cell to rot? Not only that, Peter had just heard Jesus instruct the disciples to feed the crowds of people on the hillside. Yet, they didn't have any food. So Jesus did the work in a miracle and fed everyone. And after feeding the people, he told all the disciples to get into the boat, go out on the water by themselves. And he stayed behind after them, doing what? They had no idea. Maybe, just maybe, Peter doubted. Would Jesus really do 
what he was about to desperately ask him to do? Lord, save me. I think for Peter's sake and for our sake, this audacious display of trust to step out of the boat and walk on water was really just an object lesson to answer this major question. But will he save me? It's funny how easy it is to have faith that God will heal other people. Yet, if you're anything like me, it's so hard sometimes to believe that God will really do it for me too. I think that's where Peter was. I think he doubted, will he save me? It's the question we all ask some point. Will he save me? Or am I one of those like John, who just got pushed to the side and left on my own? Sometimes we feel like God has forgotten us and left us to our own demise. But you must know today, God not only sees you and hears you, but he desires to save you from whatever it is you face. If you haven't felt that today, don't give up. If you feel like you are still in the middle of stepping out onto the water and you don't know if he will actually save you or not, know this. If he has truly called you out of the boat to do something that seems impossibly hard, he will save you. If you are brave enough to take a step of faith and trust him, he will reach out his hand. So stand strong today. Know that God is for you and know that he will save you from the waves around you if you just trust him. It's all the time we have together for today. I love you and God bless. 